Welcome to the Christchurch London podcast. We have recently moved our Sunday services and midweek connect groups online to help stop the spread of coronavirus. Join us for Church at Home this Sunday by logging on to christchurchlondon.online.church at 10am, 11am, 5pm, 7pm or 8pm for worship, prayer and our weekly sermon. We're now going to hear the talk from this week's Church at Home service. Well, hello. Uh, It is the middle of week number two of lockdown that I am filming this. I hope you're doing okay. Uh, It has been quite a couple of weeks, hasn't it? Uh, If you don't mind, maybe I can start on a a personal note. And uh, just again to thank you uh, for all your prayers. Philip and I have been really grateful for all your support whilst I've been sick. Uh, I'm feeling much better. Um, I found recovery has been slow. I'm still building up strength, but I'm definitely on the mend and uh, we're in good spirits. Uh, We've had uh, our two daughters, Becky and Vicky, have moved back as well. So there's four of us in the house. Uh, I can report that everyone else is healthy uh, and so we're in good shape. Uh, But but a real thank you for all your messages and um, all your prayers. Uh, Just to say too um, that the staff team at Christchurch have been magnificent. Uh, over these last couple of weeks. Uh, Many of you won't need me to tell you that, you will have experienced that, Uh, but just so you know, do pray for them please. And uh, if if you're in contact with them, do give them them your thanks and your gratitude as well. I'd be really appreciative uh, if you would do that. Uh, There's so much that could be said right now. There's so many different subjects that we could cover. But this, today I want to make it just as, simple and as personal as I possibly can and I want to think about how we live as individuals at a time like this. Fortunately the Bible is just like replete with advice uh, for times like this. If we read through the history pages of the Bible we find that they're full of crises, national even global crises. Uh, There's times of drought and famine, of persecution, of severe difficulty And the verses that have been in my mind really since the start of this are the words that Peter speaks to the young Turkish church uh, who are probably experiencing the first of the Roman emperor's persecutions at the time. And he says these words, uh, 1 Peter 5, it's verses 6 and 7, uh, and he puts it quite simply. He says this, humble yourself, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. What does it mean at a time like this to humble ourselves? Well, I want to suggest that the first thing is that we have to trust him for the things that we cannot control. Uh, My observation has been that at times at least, we've all been wanting to push back against the restrictions that we've been experiencing. I've watched some people rage against them. Uh, Others just get low and I guess understandably depressed and uh, even self-piteous about them. And and there's a long list. Uh, We're all adapting to not going out, uh, not going to work and not gathering to worship. Sundays just feel really funny not being able to do that. And not being able to go to our favourite bars or restaurants, cafes, 
the places that we love to meet our friends and to hang out with others. Uh, many of us are concerned, uh, not only for our own health, but for the health of those around us who are vulnerable, those that we care for, who we know could be uh, in particular danger at this point in time. Some of us uh, by now will have lost our jobs. I know others of us are on furlough and others of us concerned about the financial implications of what is happening right now. Others of us are still coming to terms with the things we're missing out on. I know that within the Christchurch London community, there have been weddings that have needed to be rearranged. There have been family celebrations, special trips, all sorts of things people have been looking forward to, which have had to be delayed. And I appreciate that people are dealing with disappointment. For those of us that think about the global situation, we're worried too about what will happen as the coronavirus hits the refugee camps or the huge slums of some of our massive global cities. There's lots of things that we cannot control right now. Uh, Peter's first point, both to these young Christians in Turkey and to us today, is make your peace with the things that you cannot control. Come to terms with those and trust God instead. There's a a woman's story that has been a real inspiration to me during this time. I heard her tell it uh, maybe a year or so ago. Her name is uh, Immaculate Iligabiza, a Rwandan woman caught up in that mid-90s uh, genocide that tore that country apart. Uh, she escaped the genocide by hiding 91 days in a tiny shower with seven other women. Uh, during that time, she lost half her body weight. Uh, she didn't once have an opportunity to use that shower uh, during that period. And she said that for the first part of her uh, incarceration, she raged against God. She could hear the killing going on uh, around her outside. Uh, there were times where uh, killers even came into the house. At one time, put their hand on the bathroom door uh, the other side of which she and her friends were hiding. Why are you doing this? Was what, she, was, was what was in her mind. It's not right or fair. And she said it was a really significant moment when she gave up seeking to control that which she could not control. And she trusted God. And Peter says we're not to humble ourselves in, in some form of isolation. He says we're to do it under God's mighty hand. I love that phrase, to think of myself sheltering under his hand at moments like this. When the Bible mentions God's mighty hand, it's typically it's a place of authority, it's a place of power, it's a place where enemies are vanquished and dealt with. That's the sort of place we want to be sheltering right now. I want to encourage you, make your peace with the things you cannot control right now and shelter under God's mighty, mighty hand. If humbling ourselves, though, is firstly trusting God for the things that we cannot do anything about ourselves, it is secondly, I think, about being intentional about the things that we can control. We can control the way that we think. And actually, for our own sakes, it's really important that we do so at times like this. If we... Uh, veg out on the news 
the moment we wake up, in the middle of the day and before we go to bed, we will be anxious. Uh, Paul, when he writes to the Philippians on another occasion, uh, he says, fill your mind with all that's good and true and beautiful. Well, that's great advice right now. Deliberately, consciously, turn your mind to things which will do you good. And my encouragement is start your day with Jesus. End your day with Jesus. And if you can, spend a short amount of time in the middle of the day with Jesus too. Peter's advice is cast your anxieties on him. Well, it's easy when we're praying to give them to him. But it's also tempting when we finish praying to pick them back up and walk out the door with them. Peter's encouragement is leave them there. My experience is that that isn't a once in a lifetime decision, rather it's an ongoing habit. And I think at times of high stress, high challenge like this, this needs to be our regular habit. Spend time with him, think about him, cast your anxieties on him and leave them just there. If we can control the way that we think, we can also shape our schedules. And I think with the inability to go out at the moment, this becomes particularly important. We're more scheduled here in my home as a household than we've ever been. Those of you that know Philip and I know that we rarely, if ever, stop in the middle of the day. We like keeping on going. We love what we do. And yet we found that in this season, to stop altogether for lunch, the four of us sit down together, talk together, take a break, has been really beneficial. And we have dinner at the same time every evening. We have started thinking about how can we make the weekends different from the working days of the week. Uh, I've just uh, ordered uh, a board game, uh, for instance, took a vote on, uh, uh, on what the family wanted. And we've said Saturdays, we will at least spend some of the day playing together. Sundays, we will go to church together. Monday through Friday, we spend our daytimes working. And we found that that sort of scheduling is really helpful. It'll be different for you. But nonetheless, I want to encourage you to be intentional. Take control of your environment. Shape it in a way that will be good for you. For if it's good for you, it'll be good for others as well. And finally, in terms of this sort of intentionality, think about how you can serve others. There's an immediate opportunity, of course, with those we find ourselves living with. But also, as we, uh, for those of us that are not self-isolating, for those of us that are healthy, let's think about how we can serve the city around us. I know that many of us are thinking about that. And during our service today, and you'll find more details on the web, we were, we're seeking to provide as many opportunities as we can for us to do that together. It was also uh, something that Immaculate really thought about as she was in that shower. How can I use this time? She said that the first thing that she actually did was that she spent a lot of time in prayer. That it was during those three months that her relationship with God really uh, increased and deepened. Actually, that proved to be essential. Uh, when she got out of that situation, uh, to her, her absolute horror, she found that her whole family had been killed. Uh, a day came when she was actually able to look the murderer in the eye. And it's at points like that that you sum up not just your own internal resources, but your relationship with God, the capacity for grace and love that comes from him. 
And she was able, because of the depth of her relationship that had been formed in that shower, she was able to look that man in the eye and say the incredibly powerful words, I forgive you. Not only did she pray, but actually the other thing that she did was she taught herself English. She didn't have online tutorials, of course. There was no one actually in that shower who could teach her. Uh, but apparently she had a Bible and she had an English dictionary. And the learning of English then proved to be of huge usefulness for God's glory later, as, uh, as we'll come to see in a few minutes. So what does it mean to humble ourselves? It means to trust God for the things that we cannot control. It means to control in the right way, to be intentional about the things that we can shape. And the third thing I want to draw from this, I find it the most interesting actually, is that Peter suggests that the way that you and I live now can be seen as a test. Humble yourself before the Lord and in due course he will lift you up. What does it mean to be lifted up? I want to suggest it means to know God's favour and to find ourselves being used by God in the way that he has particularly planned for us. The things that he has wired us for particularly. For Immaculate, her story became very well known, not just her suffering, but then her time of forgiving others and the rebuilding of that nation. As she wrote books, they've become bestsellers. They've been translated into many different languages. Uh, most recently, she spoke to an open-air gathering in South America of 200,000 people, where she got to tell her story and to glorify God as a result. It was because of how now her mastery of English. It was because of the depth of her relationship with God, the way that she's lived, that she has been lifted up. I want to encourage you to bear this in mind in this difficult, demanding, challenging period, that God is watching, that he wants to bring us to a point in our life where he can use us. It'll be very different from Immaculate. Most of us aren't going to write best-selling books. Few, if any, of us are going to address such huge crowds. But he has something. He has a niche that only you can fill. He has the needs of an individual or a small group or a community that can only be met by you. And he's looking for those that he can trust, those who are after his own heart, as it's put elsewhere in the scriptures, who he can lift up in due course. Those are Peter's encouragements to us. Humble yourself. Trust him for the things that you cannot control. But be intentional about the things that you can. And do so knowing that this time will come to an end. There will be a time where we will be able to say it is over. And it will be at that point that he's looking for those that he can lift up as a result. We're praying for you this week. God bless you. Pray for us as well. And we're looking forward to all being together next Sunday, Easter Sunday excited about worshipping together on that very special day. In the meantime, live well this week. Let us know if there's ways we can pray for you, things we can do to support you. Let's uh, join together this week during the week where we can for our Connect Groups online and see you next Sunday. God bless you, stay safe and under God's grace, humble yourself and in due course, God will lift you.
up. We hope you enjoyed this talk from the Christchurch London podcast. To hear other talks or find out more about our Sunday services, head to ChristchurchLondon.org.